The My Hyperhidrosis Story Project is brought to you by the International Hyperhidrosis Society and made possible through the generous donations from the makers of Certain Dry Antiperspirant. Hi, I'm Lisa J. Pioretti, and welcome to My Hyperhidrosis Story, where we share uncensored, unscripted, personal accounts of what it's like to live with hyperhidrosis, which is excessive sweating. With hyperhidrosis affecting nearly 5% of the population, we know that there are a lot of people out there who can relate to what you're about to hear. But we also know that the medical condition of extreme, uncontrollable sweating remains misunderstood, underdiagnosed, undertreated, and generally underserved. So we'd love it if you would share this program with your tribe far and wide. Let's tell more hyperhidrosis stories and get this condition out in the open. Like what you're hearing? Find out more about the International Hyperhidrosis Society and about hyperhidrosis at sweathelp.org. We're the only nonprofit global organization focused entirely on excessive sweating and all the things that swirl around it, like mental health concerns, economic challenges, functional impairment, limited access to treatments, misunderstanding in the medical field, and so much more. We're sure some of these issues will come up from our guest storytellers today. Welcome. Hi, my name is Gail, and I'm participating in the International Hyperhidrosis Society's audio project because I have seen the conditions debilitating effects on two of my three children, and now I'm living with it myself. My daughter, Katie, is here with me today. This is Katie. Everyone sweats. If I had a dollar for every time a different doctor said that to me, I'd be rich. It's true, I get it. Everyone does sweat. But unless you have this condition or know someone who does, you haven't ever seen sweating like this before. Katie, I remember so vividly in third grade, you were invited to a sleepover party. You were so excited as I dropped you off at about 6 p.m., but about 10 or so, when I got a phone call. I could barely make out what you were saying through your tears. All I could understand was, Mommy, I want to come home. The mother of the other girls said that they were all getting ready for bed and everyone took off their shoes. You didn't want to. But when you were pressured by your friends, you removed them and the odor of your feet caught everyone by surprise, and your stinky feet became the focus of the night. That was an awful experience. I think that was the moment that I realized how different my sweating made me from other kids my age, and how I just wanted to participate in the same things that they all were participating in. And I wanted to be like the other girls, and feel comfortable and take my shoes off and play with my friends like normal kids do. Not having someone who understands you in that situation is so confusing. There's already so many things that go on as a kid. Changes in your body. Kids are cruel. Feeling misunderstood is the hardest thing. And I felt that for a really long time. I felt like I had to cover it up, hide, stay away. guilty, but I, 
I didn't know what to do. I really didn't. Nobody knew what this was. I took you to your pediatrician, our family doctor, and a dermatologist. Over a decade later, the prescription for you was a solution with the application to be in your hands and feet. Not only did it not work, you refused to use the product on your hands as it made them sticky. Why trade one problem for another? I guess the idea was to like put a barrier between my pores and my sweat, but it really didn't do anything. Picking up a pencil at that point was hard in school without having to wipe it on my pants every couple minutes to keep on writing. It was one for another. There was just never a comfortable solution. But your story kind of comes later in life. It does. It does. Fast forward many years. Approximately five years ago, I started having issues with embarrassing facial flushing, as well as profuse head and face sweating. It began while I was at the gym. During aerobics, sweat would pour off my head and face, running down my back and dripping onto the floor. I would be standing in a puddle. People began commenting on my profuse sweating, which only made things worse. The only form of exercise that works for me is water aerobics because you cannot tell the beads of my sweat from the beads of pool water. Meanwhile, the condition worsened. There are many triggers, heat, exercise, stress, or anytime I feel anxious. Katie, I can feel the beads of sweat forming on the crown of my head at the roots of my hair. And the harder I try not to focus on it, the worse it becomes. You've seen it, Katie. There's really no stopping it once it begins. Mom, it was even this morning. We're trying to get ready to come down to do this interview. You shower and immediately, I mean, I can see it on your face. Psychologically, you went to a place of, please do not sweat. It's like a mantra that I can hear out loud when I look at you. You're trying to dry your hair, you get your hair dry, you start your makeup. By the time you're halfway your makeup, it's sweat down your head, your hair's soaking wet again. I would never wish this on anyone, ever. But it's, you get it. You know, you really get it. And you were so helpful to me as a kid, and you brought me to all the doctors, and... But I didn't get it then, honey. I get it now. On my wedding day... You gave me a handkerchief that's embroidered with mom to carry around my bouquet while I walked down the aisle. Because I think you, of all people, knew just how sweaty my hands were going to be on that day. Saying I sweat is like the hardest thing because who wants to talk about that it's always made me feel like very misunderstood um, dirty unhygienic you know, I don't want to touch my hair it makes my hair wet and then it looks unwashed I feel unkempt less of a lady it's just taboo to talk about sweating it's who wants to publicly say in front of anyone that that's what happens Unfortunately, it wasn't the doctors who helped me through all of this. It really was you. They helped me go through a list of potential issues, and none of them were what was causing it. You were the only one doing your internet research that found the International Hyperhidrosis Society. You found some answers and a sense of community for me. 
I want to make sure that if I can, I can try to speak for kids that don't understand what's wrong and why they're different. I feel like if I can help anybody else that feels lost in this condition, feel like they're not alone because they're not. Meeting the other people today, I realized what a community we do have, that there's no reason that anyone should ever feel that no one else understands them in this because they do. I think moments like this are the most important moments that we can have to try and bring awareness, bring a community together. The louder that we can be about this, the better, the more we can be heard. I never wanted to talk about it. It's easier to not talk about it, but at some point you have to because nothing can change if you don't. My name is Gail, and this is my hyperhidrosis haiku. Sweat pours down my face. Cool, pool water hides my tears. Ashamed to be me. This is Katie, and this is my hyperhidrosis haiku. Obvious nerves show. Sweating from my hands and feet. Lack of self-esteem. Thank you for sharing your hyperhidrosis story, and thank you to all our listeners for joining us. Stories help us all understand one another better, to understand the impacts of this condition, and to move the needle forward when it comes to hyperhidrosis diagnosis, treatment, and holistic care. What's your hyperhidrosis story? Who have you told it to? We hope you can share something about hyperhidrosis with someone in your life today. Keep it simple. Share this program or like it, or rate it on iTunes or wherever you're listening. Help more people find us and find out more about the diagnosis, treatment, and support available for those living with excessive sweating at sweathelp.org, the website of the International Hyperhidrosis Society. The International Hyperhidrosis Society is the only registered charity focused entirely on hyperhidrosis. Visit sweathelp.org slash donate to continue supporting programs that teach, empower, and serve. Stay tuned for our next My Hyperhidrosis story. We'll talk to you then. Thank you again to the makers of Certain Dry Antiperspirant for helping to make this program possible. Thank you.